Comedy LOL Podcast Network. Everybody, welcome to another edition of the Terrible Podcast. Yes. We're going to open today's show with a quote. I'm talking really slow because I don't have it. Okay, here's today's quote. Everything in moderation, including moderation. And that's by Oscar Wilde. I think that's so important to keep in, in, your, in your mind because I think a lot of times people are often like, well, you don't want to do too much of this. And it's like, why? Sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's fine to do a little too much of something. Yeah, I think it goes to the whole theme what we've been talking about in the past few episodes, which is that it's okay to make mistakes. So sometimes you have to go a little overboard. You know, sometimes you have to, and you have to let out that steam. Sometimes you have to let out that anger or whatever it is, that energy, or you just have to party and get it out. It's mm-hmm. just that it's the constant you know, doing it every day or every weekend or whatever it is, or is it escapism or are you just enjoying yourself? Right. And just, you know, I think it's important to recognize that people go through phases. I often think about when you and I first met, um, I was going through a phase in my life where I wanted to go out all the time and I was out all the time. Um, and I remember my mom saying to me something like, I think you're out of control. (laughs) And I said, like, I know this isn't going to be my life forever. Right now I'm in the midst of this phase and it will pass just like every other phase I've ever been through is past. And so just know that I'm aware of that. And right now this is what I want to do and this is what I need to do. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's great because that's the only way for you to learn yourself and then you know exactly and you don't ever have that, you know, what if, what if. Right. And look at. You don't that- worry about regressing later in life. You already know what's down that road. Right. And that phase in my life did end and I moved on to something else. I, I'm still not going out being like, a, you know, a party girl going to, to bars and stuff all the time. That's not me anymore. But it was for a period of my life. Very short period yep. of my it, life. It, yeah. You know, like 25 years. Real short. <laughs> but if you want to go out and but if you want to go out once in a while and let off some steam and party, it's fine. That's what this quote is all about. And I love it. And I wanted to keep it short because last week. It was so intense, so this Mm -hmm. week we figured to keep it a little light and soft and fun. All right, so let's jump into what we're doing today. It is our last week in our Summer of Cups series. So today we're talking about the Knight of Cups, and then we'll also be talking about the Temperance card, which, surprisingly enough, has cups in it. Yeah, what a surprise. And what we do every week, if you're a new listener, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. If you're an old listener, thanks for listening again. That really means a lot to us. We love our listeners. I don't think you guys realize that we sit up every night and hope to have more listeners. No, just kidding. We don't. But we love <laughs> listeners and we love feedback. So if you guys have any feedback, let us know. Let us know on our Instagram at terrible2, T-A-R-O-T-B-U-L-L, the number two. You can email, email us. Go to comedylol.com. Let us know. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a new listener, what we do is every week we take two cards, from one from the minor arcana of the tarot, one from the major arcana. We use the Rider Weight deck, and then later we talk about the Aleister Crowley Thoth deck. So take it away, Ashley. Yeah, so the first thing that we normally do is I'll give a brief description of the card, then we'll talk about 
our initial thoughts and feelings on it, and then we go into any of the symbols that we see in the card and then how it would apply to various types of readings. So let's look at the Knight of Cups card. So uh, if I'm looking at this card, I've got this light blue background here, and I have a gray horse in the center, and on the horse is this figure. This figure is wearing blue armor, and they're holding in their right arm or their right hand a cup the background looks like this like mountainous almost like a desert because it has the yellows and orange coloring and um so on the right hand side you see like a little bit of a mountain and then it goes it slopes down a little bit the horse looks like it's standing on sand maybe um and then you also see a river between where the mountain is and where the horse is standing and the armor that this figure is wearing the helmet has these two wings on it the uh boot has wings on it and the the armor itself looks like it's like blue waves with these red fish and so there's my description of this knight of cups card you can always google it rider weight tarot knight of cups or look at our instagram like uh brandon said so yeah don't google look at our instagram screw google (laughs) all right Uh, and then also i just want to note that you could see two of his hooves are up yeah and one you could see looks like and the other two aren't showing but it's just implied that they're on the ground so, all right, initial thoughts here. You look at this card. What are your think? What are you thinking? This, it, it's uh, I think like Holy Grail, like Knights of the Holy Grail, and I just feel like it's this knight who's been charged to protect this cup, but he's also very proud of it. And he's marching forward. He doesn't have any weapons. He just has his cup, mm-hmm. and it looks like though he's holding it down, and he's like he's proud of it, but he's not holding it close to him. Like so, he is holding it out for other people to drink from if they have to. And with the river right there, it could be he's going to this river to fill his cup. He's presenting it. He's thankful. Okay. Ooh, I like that. I said that my initial thoughts were about moving or movement, overcoming obstacles, um, but doing it in a way where you're letting letting love lead the way. So he's kind of holding this cup out, and it's kind of letting uh, the idea that whatever is going to happen if you go into it with like a positive mindset and like appreciation and and know what you have your feelings and thoughts and emotions kind of in check that you'll be able to overcome that obstacle so let's look at some of the different aspects of the card here let's start off looking at the armor so i'm talking about like the helmet and the boots and kind of the breastplate all of it so we talked about this last week when we talked about the Major Arcana death card because that card was also clad in armor. So I think that similar to that, it's like the crab with the soft or with the hard outer shell and the soft inner human meat flesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that that's what that represents. This guy's has um, he's protecting his emotions, but he inside he is a, a regular person just like anyone else just like you and me and so he has his hand so i think his hand being open or uncovered just represents that he he's allowing a little bit of himself out there to reach out to people and then his face too he's letting people see his face so he is okay with the outside world and contacting the outside world of emotions but he's guarding his very very closely And I love that because I think that that could also be the reflective of the fish of that, uh, like the Pisces energy. And then that, again, tying into the water signs. Um, If I'm looking at the armor, so obviously 
you could also then even do the reverse of saying that because the armor is blue, it's not necessarily going to be he's protecting his soft inner side or insides from that. It's almost like he's wearing his his emotions and his feelings as like a defensive kind of armor against what's happening. And he's using those to move forward. Um, I'm looking at the boot and the helmet and there's the wings on there. Did you have any thoughts on the wing aspect there? It reminds me of when you think of maybe like Mercury. Yes. Mm -hmm. The messenger. So it's in also we talked about this last week in the death card where death is like the messenger. So it's I can I think it's that same sort of aspect where they're signaling this is he's the messenger. He's the knight. That's because you see how the horse with the two hooves up. It represents that the horse is in motion. So it's moving. So he's coming forth with this cup, whatever it is, a message, uh, message of love, maybe, mm -hmm. depending on the reading. And I think that if we look back at the death card, the um, death figure had that like feather in his helmet. And it's very different than what we see in the helmet here. And I, for me, looking at that death card, it was like that was a kind of uh, tie into like the earthly realm. And this is almost a tying into not physical things. Definitely things outside of that, that kind of give intuitive nature, emotions, things outside of just physical, logical things. But I love the idea of movement. And obviously, yes, we have that Mercury or Hermes tie-in. Um, let's look at the landscape. So we're talking about like the mountain and the river um, and the, you know, I guess it looks like trees. What were your thoughts there? I think they're trying to show a desert but then coming upon this water that's kind of like an oasis mm -hmm. so he in that sense he can represent the water bearer so maybe he's the one who has to carry the water through the desert he has to be the rock in keep his emotions in check and under control in the rough times when there isn't you know when there isn't times of plenty or whatever it is um whatever allegory you kind of want to use it for so I like that and the the fact that the water is moving too and he's heading toward it. Mm-hmm. So, th uh, it, oh yeah, go ahead. I think that, you know, looking at it, that he's moving towards, see, you're saying they're moving towards the water, but I'm looking at it, he's like moving towards that mountain. So like I'm saying movement towards an obstacle or some some kind of potential hardship that he needs to overcome. And the fact that the water is there beforehand, it's like he needs to have that control over his own emotions or kind of have his own thoughts and feelings in check before being able to overcome this obstacle of the mountain. I'm glad I let you go because I was going to say something similar, but you said it much better. So, <laughs> yes, high five. Thank you. Um, all right. So um, let's look at the horse did you have any thoughts about like the color of the horse or the stance of the horse? Um, well, I like, okay, so to go back to the stance again, what the two hooves can also represent, not just in movement, but it can represent that balance. So he, the horse has two feet on the ground, but two feet in the air. Mm -hmm. So yes, he is grounded, but he is keeping his options open. You know, he's balancing. It's all about that balance. So I love that. And did you have any thoughts about the color of the horse, the gray? Um, 
Uh, what did you think? Did you have anything? I did, actually. I said that the the coloring of the horse. So last week we saw on the death card that he was riding a white horse. And then for me, it was like that purity of new, fresh beginnings, new starts, things like that. And for this, it kind of feels like a combination of, obviously, gray is a combination of black and white. And it's kind of like knowing that there's, for me, good and bad aspects to certain emotions that doesn't mean that an emotion is all bad or a feeling is all bad or a feeling is all good um it's just knowing and and being able to have control over those and not let it like consume you or control you yeah it could also it's great because that represents a mixture of the black and white of also the feminine and masculine energies in a mm-hmm. positive way so he's using those energies together positively as a form of transportation to get done what he has to get done Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Do you have anything it. else here that you want to talk about? No, I think we're good. Okay, perfect. Let's go into if this came up in a general reading, what would you say? If this came up in a general reading, I would say that it's possible that some type of, I guess I could say the word famine is coming in some area of your life. So Maybe it could be in money situation. So maybe could this could represent where you have to uh, guard your money very carefully. And, you know, like you're walking through the desert with a cup of water that you have to use to survive till you can make it to that next river and then the obstacle afterwards. So this could be that desert that you have to go through before you go through the mountains on that path of self-knowledge and, uh, and change that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. So I went in a totally different direction here in terms of my interpretation. No way. Come on. I know. <laughs> um, I said, so like I focus very much, and maybe it was just because when I was writing this, I, I had a sense of a little bit of sadness um, for the fact that we were ending the cup series, and that's the suit I feel like I most identify with. Um, so I, I went in a more like romanticized approach. I said being in love with love wearing rose-colored glasses and kind of being unable to see the truth because you're so wrapped up in in your idea of something. Um, this person, like, this could be like thinking somebody is your knight in shining armor. We've talked about how to identify these court cards as specific people in your life. So maybe it's somebody that you think is this great person and you put them up on this pedestal and you have these rose-colored glasses on and it's really not that. Um, and there's somebody that also you could say if if you're like, well, I don't have anybody like that in my life, but then you're somebody who's just in love with the idea of being in love. You know, I think we all know those like as they would call them hopeless romantics where it's like they think everything is always going to end up perfectly and they're always looking for that happy ending. Um, I blame I, the Disney movies. <laughs> hey, I love Disney movies and I wouldn't put myself in that category. <laughs> um <laughs> I said this is also like creativity and expressing yourself artistically and going through a phase where you're going to be able to be very creative and kind of um, because you're, you know, you are in touch with your emotions and feelings, be able to take a little bit more of an artistic approach to some things. Ooh, is that directed at me because I've been painting so much recently? And um, speaking of painting, I don't know if you guys seen on our Instagram, I've been adding some painting. So if you like it, comment. Tell me how great I am. No, I'm just kidding. But if you want me to paint something, if you want me to paint a card or whatever, let me know. Maybe I'll paint it for you. But, uh, you know, I, I love that you said that because, and I love that it was different than what I said because, like we've always said, there's so many different interpretations of these cards. 
Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on here to a love reading. I will go first. I said romantic getaway question mark. Um, <laughs> it's like, obviously Ooh. we're talking about, you know, I'm, I very much associate this suit with uh, relationships and love and feelings and things like that. So if we're saying there's movement here, that's why I'm saying a romantic getaway. I'm saying if you're single, um, perhaps there is a love interest that's in your life that you don't recognize yet. And they're trying very hard to kind of win you over or get you to recognize them. Maybe it's somebody that you've put in like a friend zone or you just don't think in that way about that person and they're trying to get your attention. I said, if you're in a relationship, it's a couple making an effort to improve their relationship and work on things and moving forward in a positive way, like maybe taking a trip or reconnecting in some way back to um, to get back to the place that they were before or um, to just kind of grow in where their relationship is. It could also represent a type of trip where you're going for other emotional reasons. It doesn't have to be exactly love reading. It could be you know, a trip with your bestie, or it could be a trip to Vegas to plan podcasts. Yes. <laughs> or, or it could be a trip to go visit family in a rough time to help them out with different emotional things. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there's a bunch of different things this can represent in that type of reading. I love it. All right, let's go to a career reading. This come up in a career reading, what would you say? I would say it looks like he's like an ice cream man. You know, he's like going through the desert. He's got a sweet little cloak on mm -hmm. um i guess this could represent somebody who maybe like a clergy member but not exactly somebody who is maybe a spiritual leader or somebody who can help someone else with emotions maybe it's a card reader it's somebody but who's out there in the world doing it offering it to people he has the cup out and he's in the desert so he's out there where there's no water well i mean you see some water there but it looks like he walked through a desert to get there so, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then since this also can represent people, I would have to say that it could represent, um, maybe somebody at your job or somebody that is going to help you emotionally that can help you get to where you need to be in your career. Or if you're going to start a new business, you know, you can always use support. So this could represent somebody who you might need to have like as a manager or someone to help you out like your right hand man. Mm-hmm. I said that if a career reading of this card came up, I said this would be um, potentially looking at a creative job in the arts. Since I was just talking about like having this artistic kind of phase of your life. Um, and you know, there's various aspects. It doesn't have to be somebody that does something specifically like super art related. Um, but I also said that if you are employed and that doesn't seem like something that's gonna be something you're gonna be doing, it could also mean a business trip or doing work um, in a new location, maybe you're moving your office, you're moving your desk, something like that, or doing work where you care for others. Yeah, I like it. All right, like any a other medical or something? Nurse? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Do we have any final thoughts on the Knight of Cups? I think we're good. All right, perfect. We're gonna move on now to the Temperance card. Um, this is card number fourteen in the Major Arcana. And I'm gonna give you a little description here. You've got a gray background and then you've got a figure in the center. Uh, this, it's like an angelic figure because they have these red wings. They're wearing a white tunic. In the center of the tunic is a square and inside the square is a triangle. 
the figure has two cups, one in each hand, and it's pouring water from the left hand, which is elevated, uh, the cup from the left hand down to the cup in the right hand. And the figure has one foot on the ground, one foot in the water. There's water at the bottom of the card. It looks like a little pond. The other foot's on the ground. To the right, you see these tall grasses and yellow flowers. To the left, you're going to see like these like rolling hills, and you see a brown pathway that leads through the hills to these mountains in the background. And in the back, you also see this sun with tons of rays coming off of it. So there's my description. What were your initial thoughts here on the temperance card? Ooh, well, let's see. Initially, I'm really drawn to the face of this character. It looks kind of like a feline. You know, like, you ever see that movie Sleepwalkers, that cheesy movie from the 90s or whatever it was? It looks like, like a lion person to me, you know? So it's very androgynous. I can't tell if this is a male or mm-hmm. a female or what's going on or a person or an animal. Yep. Um, so I think that's really representative of the type of energy that's in all of us. We have all that type of energy. And then I love the cups because the way the water's flowing is not really natural. And you can't tell if it's going up or down. You know, like, does this guy got some kind of magic? Mm-hmm. Um, and then immediately I see that sun in the background. In my card, you could see more of a crown coming out of that sun. It's like okay. a five-pointed crown in directly in the middle of the sun. And I love that path because we always see, especially the path into the mountains, it's, it just represents that, you know, that journey mm-hmm. that we have to go on, that we know. It's kind of like that anxiety also could represent. So it's like when you're doing something and you know it's time to change, and you know you got to do it, and you're kind of anxious about that path. But you also have to remember that path is going to be fun. You know, it's always it's always the path that got you there. It's always the journey, not necessarily the destination where you have the fun. And I think that's a lot of times really hard for people to remember. Because it's like, it's like I just want to get there, I just want to get there, I just want to get there. And it's like, hold on, you need to enjoy the process. Exactly. Because that's going to make you enjoy the, the destination that much more. Um, so I said that it's my initial thoughts I'm looking at this is definitely like a movement or a transition from one thing to another. Um, and I also said changing of the guard. So kind of, and I, I maybe I was saying that because I knew that we were transitioning from one suit this week to another suit next week. Kind of leaving yeah. one thing behind and starting off with something else. Starting and what suit new. is that? Uh, we're we going into next week. Next, next week we're starting with swords. Yeah. And I think so I honestly, like that because he has one foot in the water, one foot on land, but he also has wings, and mm-hmm. wings are air, and air is swords. So it's like he's taking flight. He's coming out of the water, and then he's going to boom right into swords next week. Right, and I just love a little commercial that, for everybody, guys. Yeah. Next Tuesday, check it out, Ace of Swords. And then I love that we have the the figure that um that that they're pouring that water, and it's kind of like, again, just you know, transitioning and moving, saying like, okay, I'm done with this. Now it's time for something else. Um, okay, so let's get into the different aspects of this card. I honestly don't even know where to start. Uh, let's start with the figure itself. The All right, well, wings, I already the... started. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, I was going to say I already started kind of talking about the figure already. So 
to finish it off, it looks like it's some type of angel. That's how we would say it in this Western culture, which is crazy because angels just like angle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all geometry, everybody. It's all it is. Um, or some type of helper, I guess. That's, you know, if you think of an angel or guardian angel, somebody is there to protect you or maybe help you or also a messenger. So I feel that's kind of what this is representing here. It's um, a representative of that energy, which is the emotions, the water, the cups. And it looks like it's in total control. But it also has one foot on the land, one foot in the water. So it's letting you know there's control. And like we said, the wings, wing part of an angel represent that represents that air aspect, that mm-hmm. intellect, the swords. And you also see that circle in the middle of this figure's head, which the circle always represents that perfect knowledge. A circle is a symbol of perfection in the ancient world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the halo coming off the head, same thing. It's that knowledge that was gained. And I love how the eyes are closed also because, you know, if you think about when you, it's a saying, just think about the things we say every day. It's like, I can do it with my eyes closed. It's like, it's so easy to do it. So mm-hmm. it just represents imbalance and flowing energy, perfect, but so easy, just like that light touch. Like we're just here hanging out. I totally agree with you. And I think that this, the card, the figure itself has such a nice balance in so many aspects. So, I mean, the idea of temperance would be, I mean, the actual definition is like not drinking, but right. But we're talking about almost like it could be like the scales um, and just keeping things balanced and how important it is to have all of those aspects to be a well-rounded person. Yeah. If you think about how temperance could mean moderation because if you look it up in like the Merriam-Webster that's what they say moderation is is a balance at the end of the day moderation is a balance it's not saying Mm -hmm. that you shouldn't do anything or that you should it's that you should follow (laughs) your inside you know like think of the yin and the yang that's what the balance is it's that symbol so well I mean the temperance movement came about because people thought that there was too much alcohol being consumed and they thought that that was a reflection of like society kind of going to shit and that was like what was to blame i mean in the yeah. reality it, was, it yep. had nothing to do with that it, but <laughs> well and it's funny because if you think about it they kind of had a point right but what they did was they went after a symptom and they didn't go after the underlying problem so when they just attacked the symptom which was alcoholism people drinking too much it wasn't because that there was alcohol you know if you if you take that away people will get fucked up off of anything i mean i was when i was in marine corps boot camp back in the 90s there was a kid like to drink listerine to get drunk you know people wow. <laughs> if they want to get <laughs> fucked up they're gonna get they're gonna get fucked up so it's so they just went about it the wrong way and the way i feel is you know they saw that so think about people anyone that has a movement they could stick their finger out into the wind and see which way the culture's you know going they could say oh all right everyone seems to hate that everyone's drinking mm-hmm. so let's start this movement we can hijack this you know feeling uh and they they get into there and then they're like well you gotta stop the drinking but yeah like i said i think you have to come back to what's the real overlying problem this is just a symptom so if people aren't happy and that's why they're drinking why aren't they happy what's going on so um yeah and that just pushes the blame instead of like taking responsibility for one's own actions it's like no it has to be because of an outside source and it's like well hold on a second 
yeah, it's the alcohol. It's not the person. No, it's the person and their childhood and their parents. Let's look at this. What's going on? And then those things still were occurring, even though there was, you know, this ban on alcoholism or on alcohol. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah. All right. So exactly. let's look at uh, the landscape here. What were your thoughts on the landscape? Well, I like how it goes from water mm-hmm. to land to air. So, like, like, there you go. You have the balance again, right? All the three elements. Um, and then even the sun in the background could represent the fire. And then we have the coming it looks like coming out of the water are these nice tall um i don't know like flowers and mm-hmm. nice whatever it is weeds, like weeds. Growth, plants there we go i'll just say plants and then in the background you have the path which i already touched on right into the mountains which i love and then right into the above it is like the enlightenment the air so it, it the left hand side of the card really shows that path to enlightenment you know, you have to go on a long journey, and then when you get there, then you have to climb mountains. Yeah. And then you get the knowledge. But see, on the flip side, right, you're saying that the path is going that way. What if the path is actually reversed, and you're coming from where the mountains, and you've gone through those uh, uh, obstacles and hardships, and it's like now you're going onto like more level ground, and then you finally get to the water. It's like the going through the desert and getting to the water at the end. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to view it in a totally different way. It's like, you know, when I come home, I know when I'm home when it's a whole different place or however that I just butchered that total quote. But it's like the path of the fool where when he comes back home and it's a different place to him, he has a different perspective. And now he's mm-hmm. there in this pool. So this, you know, it wasn't he's back at this pool and he's enjoying it or this figure's enjoying it. They're not saying, oh, I'm stuck in this little pool and I want to go out and see the world. No, they've already seen it and they're back and they're chilling. They got the knowledge now. Right. And I mean, if we want to talk about like the the journey between the the major arcana cards, if I'm thinking about the death card, which is the card previous to this, the 13th card to this one, perhaps it's like it's the death of that phase of your life where you are kind of enjoying too much of one thing or you don't have that enlightenment. And now you kind of understand that balance. All right. Is there any other symbols here we want to look at on the card? Yes, let's talk about this triangle and let's talk about the square on the center of his chest. And this is another esoteric symbol that talks about, it's all about geometry and it's all about knowledge and it's all about inner knowledge and getting to know yourself. So the triangle inside the square, it's like a mathematical formulation. I'm still looking into this, this is all new to me, but it means what we've talked about before, like circling the square it's the same type of concept where it's never done. It's an unfinished project. You're always working on yourself. So I think it's just another, it's the fact that it's on his heart. That's where his heart is. He's working on himself. He knows that he's not perfect, but he's not beating himself up about it. Okay. I can see that. Um, I was, I honestly just had like a very, I feel like simplistic appreciation for the, the various shapes in here, Mm -hmm. um, the circle, the triangle, the square. Um, and it just, again, gave me more of that sense of like balance. Oh, I do want to actually just, let's talk about the cups for a second. Did you have any thoughts about the two cups? Um, what did you think? Um, I, yes, I was saying that the pouring of the water from one to the other, the two made it seem like perhaps one of them was 
had more liquid in it the other than the other. And I'm thinking about balance between the two. Then I'd say they both are going to then be filled with this liquid halfway, giving that like half full, half empty type of yeah, of like a of true idea. balance of emotions too. Yeah, exactly. And looking at the two the different perspectives of different things. Yeah, and he's gripping them so tight, it looks like he's really holding on to those cups, so he has full control. Mm-hmm. What did you think about his his wings? What about his red wings? What'd you make of that? Um, for me, the red came across as a little aggressive. Um, I thought it had more to do with. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought it had more to do. I'm like literally like, hmm, what did I say in my notes? And I don't have them because I put it in another notebook. Um, I thought it had more to do with the idea of like power than it did have to do with anything in terms of like um, like just having that power, that ownership, that control. But see, yeah. when I see red, like it gives me more of a sense instead of like being angry, it gives me more of a sense of like that power and that um, more masculinity in terms of um, – in in terms of like not intuitive and emotional. Okay, so kind of like swords. Yes. Logic. Um, yeah, I like that, and I I kind of I always when I see red, I like to think of the alchemical process, and it's the red is that burning off process. So also you can think of a phoenix, because the phoenix rises from the ashes, and it's going to have the red wings. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. go through the fire. So it's it just represents going through the fire of knowledge and burning off all the impurities. And I love kind of that it, it this card feels like such the perfect card to be honest to talk about our transition from one suit to the next. All right, so let's talk about if this card came up in a general reading. What would you say? This would be a pretty powerful card, I think, to come up in a general reading. It's the Major Arcana. And it's just saying there's so much to be said here. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd like to use what you just said, because I never really looked at it that way, where the cups are balanced. So it's it's just like the scales you were saying. You could weigh and balance the scales. Yep. But this is a real balance of emotion. And since that's the central thing what's going on here, and this figure is gripping these cups so tight, I would just talk again about emotions and um you know ask them where they're at and say maybe you need to balance those emotions a little more maybe a little delicate touch or at least be aware of what's going on you know like this person has their eyes closed and they're just doing it easily it's just a light touch so maybe if you're not at that stage yet you can keep your eyes open but at least if you have them open be focused on what's going on See, and so I'm looking at this card and I'm like, what a, you're right, what a powerful card to come up in a reading, but also like what a great card. Not that there's like bad cards, but I have such a positive response to this card. Like this person, if, if this came up in a general reading, I'd be like, you have your shit together. Like all aspects of your life seem to be lining up or they're going to be lining up. So kind of whatever you're doing, whatever path you're on, keep doing that because it seems like everything is falling into place the way that it should be. And kind of I think part of that is if I'm tying it into the actual figure, there's it's obviously like an angel figure. So it's a supernatural being or perhaps it's something that's kind of giving any kind of perspective outside of just whatever you see, like feeling any kind of intuition or having a sense that you should be doing something. It's listening to that. And being able to say, like, I know I should do that. And I think a lot of times that does bring you onto the right path. You know, you we have intuition for a reason. 
you know, you need to listen to it and that will help kind of balance everything in your life and set you where you need to be. Yeah, for sure. I think that's really, you can't, we can't say that enough in this podcast. You really need to trust yourself and learn to listen to your instincts and not that, not that toxic voice in your head. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's talk about a love reading. This comes up in a love reading. What do you think? I think if this comes up in a love reading that it's going back to that balance of emotions. So if you're in a relationship, you know, maybe it's time to go on different journeys because if you look at his left arm, it's on the side of where the plants and the weeds are growing really high and that's right next to that water. So maybe he's really comfortable where he is, but he's trying to pour more water from that comfort and that base into that cup in his right hand, which is next to the sun near that path. So Mm -hmm. this could represent you have to go on some kind of journey or make a change or head to those mountains for enlightenment. Like where you are now, you're good. So you have to take what you have and pour it into the other cup for the next cycle of your life. All right. I can see that. I said for a love reading, if this came up, I'm going to liken it to the Paul Abdul song, Opposites Attract. Um, It's definitely like if you're in a relationship, it's like being in a relationship with someone who's very different than you. Um, Or if you're single, it's looking to find or acknowledge people that even if they are different, that could still work. Um, I think a lot of times we fixate on either finding someone that's like too similar to us. Like we need to have all these similar interests. And it's like, why? I, I mean, truth be told, I'd love to date myself. I'd probably go crazy, but like I, but it's like, how boring would that be? Like we would finish each other's sentences. We'd have similar stories. We'd talk about the same, same bullshit all the time. You want to meet somebody and interact with somebody that does have different perspectives and different experiences and is different than you because then you're going to be opened up to a whole new world of different experiences and and a different life, you know? And I think that sometimes the idea that this, you know, opposites attract people are like, well, if you're too different, it's like, no, but you could make it work. I think everyone is like, oh, I'd want to date a clone of myself, but that'd get real boring real fast. Yeah. I think it goes to the balance that's in this card, which you see everywhere. Like we said, you know, it's foot in the water, it's foot on land, the wings in the air, and the way they're that they're balancing the water in between these two cups. Everything is a balance. So you want to maybe find someone that's not too much like you, but not too much dissimilar. You know, there's got to mm-hmm. be that nice, even, medium balance. Right, and there's nothing wrong with ha- meeting somebody and and thinking like this is so outside of who I am, right? Sometimes that makes the best types of relationships, I think. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's talk about a career reading. What would you say? I would say similar to what I said before uh, in that love reading with the way he's filling one cup, it looks like, with the other one. It's maybe, you know, you're in a spot in your career where you are doing really well. You have this abundance of weeds or, you know, really nice flowers in your little pool and you're comfortable but over your right shoulder, there's that journey, that, that next thing that you have to do. So maybe it's time, you know, you're preparing for it and you don't even know it could be possible. I see. I'm looking at the card and I'm saying that for me, interpreting this in a career reading would be, um, like the importance of work-life balance. I think a lot of times people think the more time they put into a job, the more dedicated they're going to look. And it's like, well, for me, that's not that's not the case. I want you to have a life outside of your job. I want you to have 
like a well-balanced life outside of your job if your life is your job and for some people their life is their job and that's fine if that's what you want but I think it's so important to have the two aspects and like when you leave work you just shut off and that's we're not talking about it and then or you can talk about it you know a little bit but then you're still able to talk about other things outside of it um it's not like it's consuming your life because that's not a balanced life that's a very one-dimensional life well said and then I was going to say, if this does have anything to do with a specific career, it would be like a management uh, job in management for anything, honestly, just to kind of balance the authority, but also being able to like be empathetic and kind of create those connections with your employees to know that um, I think that just makes for a really positive work environment. Yeah. Or maybe even a doctor because it like technically looks like an old school doctor with that thing around his head. Mm hmm. A little <laughs> like light count. or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts here on the temperance card? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Me too. All right. Let's move on. We're going to look at the two other interpretations of the same cards. So we're looking at the Knight of Cups. And then this one is actually not called temperance in this deck. Um, but we'll no. get to that. Okay. So All Brandon right. normally does our description here. So he'll go off starting with the Knight of Cups. All right, everybody, this is from the Thoth Alistair Crowley deck. Check it out on our Instagram, Terrible2, T-A-R-O-T-B-U-L-L-2. Here goes the description. There is a central figure who is seated on a horse, and this figure is in, looks like, green armor. All of them, except for his head sticking out, but we cannot see his face. You see his hair. He has these white wings coming out of his back. The horse is jumping it looks like in flight and he is holding a chalice in his right hand that is red with a crab coming out of it and the horse is looking back at us and there's looks like that to the right in the bottom right hand corner like either shells or some kind of leaves or something and uh, I think that's about it I love the representation of the all the court cards in this deck because I love the color yeah. choices. They're all oh, they yeah. all seem so themed to each other. Like they all definitely relate. There's no question about it. Um, this card gives you the. I feel like we were what well, potentially we were missing with some of the other cards. The last aspect of that um, water. Sign. So we have the crab here, which would be cancer, but we did see fish and we did see scorpion in the other court cards. Um, so you also see the representation of this figure, the way that he looks. Uh, you've got the lighter skin, you've got the blonde hair. Honestly, I even took it a step further and said it was the reflection also in the horse too. You've got blue eyes on the horse. And it's got this like, it's a white stallion. So again, it would be like a lighter skin, lighter hair type of thing, which would be what we would normally associate with the suit of cups in terms of appearance. Um, Looking at it, do you know who I thought that this figure looked like? The original representation of Aquaman. With the oh, blonde yeah. hair and the green suit. Oh, from like the Hanna-Barbera cartoons? Yeah, 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 right? Justice League, meanwhile. Yeah, it does kind of look like him. Yeah, I like and that. And so, you know, with the other cards, I feel like there was such a overwhelming appearance of water. And the only kind of interpretation here I get from this card in terms of water is the fact that there's a crab here and that it's really blue. Yeah. And didn't Aquaman ride a seahorse too? He did. Yes, he did. Yeah. They probably ripped it off from this <laughs> card. <laughs> bastards. They knew what they were doing. Right. But then you think about it and you're like, oh, wow. Like that is what people would think. Of. I mean, 
people, you know, before would think of when they think of Aquaman, right? And it's like, oh, maybe yeah. we were having the conversation about like um, marketing, right, earlier and how uh -huh. people are using like images or colors and things like that. And it's like, so what do you think they were trying to say there? I mean, that's a conversation for a different time, but I'm uh, just saying like, wow, what a nice tie-in. But that's what I thought of when I saw this card. Yeah, I like that. I didn't notice that. Um, what were your thoughts on his wings? Um, the, I love how it's different than, you know, you see the red wings or everything. These are white, so it symbolizes the purity. Mm -hmm. And I love how he's just going for it. It's like, so you could see how he's holding on to the horse. So he's the one. So the horse jumped and now he's using his wings to guide him the rest of the way. So he used his horse, whatever force that represents. And then his horse trusted him and he and knew, and you know, he's like, all right, let's go. It's time to jump. And now he's holding on. So he's using these wings. So they really represent like that next level, that next step. You have to trust yourself to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the fact that they're um, so big because I think sometimes that the wings that can be represented on some figures are smaller. And it's like, that's not going to do anything. And I think that it gives the illusion that the horse is jumping, but because of the stance that he has, like it's going to literally it's going to fly. It will take flight because yeah. of his wings. Like they're not mm -hmm. like pressed down. It looks like they're ready to go. Mm -hmm. They also look like big ears. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. Like satellites or something, you know, like you have to also use them to uh, grab some kind of signal or something. And I like how they're kind of um, translucent, I guess I could say, or transparent a little bit mm -hmm. because you could see the horse through them. So they're more like a natural, like a insect wing or something like yes. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you have that veining there. What were your thoughts on the choice for the color of the cup? I love that because the way that it reflects back the gold is perfect. In the yes. red like that, the maroon, it's just such um, a bold color, I guess, you know, and it's it's like, well, it's not really bright, you know, it's kind of dull, but it's it's very royal, especially with the gold. So it, it it's, I don't know, it's just like a, um, it has permanence to it, I guess you could say. And I think it's such a nice balance to the rest of the cool colors and the rest of the card. Like, it really makes it stand out as something special and different. Yeah, for sure. And the way he's holding it forward, it's like he's using his emotions as a guide. This reminds me of, like, those cheesy rom-com movies where the guy runs to the plane at the end of the movie, like, I do mm -hmm. love you. You know, like, he's just using that to go, like, <laughs> blindly into the night. And so um, I I love that. If I'm looking at the bottom, I see it looks like a peacock. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Look at that. Wow. That changes everything, huh? Well, I'm just saying, again, going back to that. Remember I said, like, the my interpretation for the Rider Waite one was, like, the knight in shining armor, right? So if I'm thinking about a peacock, the peahen is very muted and understated because it needs to be able to uh, camouflage to protect babies. It's babies, but the peacock has these colorful plumes to be able to attract a mate. And it's like one of those like being very shiny and, and again, just trying to attract that kind of love or attention and relationship. And maybe that's what they're going for. Like literally they're trying to grab that cup because it symbolizes the love and the emotion and the feelings. I love it. It can also represent another dimension that's unseen. So like in the grand scheme of things, 
it's all coming from the natural world. It's all just the feathers of this peacock, man. We're all just the feathers of a peacock. Mm-hmm. But it's unseen to the person who, you know, especially because they're going with that cup. Awesome. I think uh, anything else on this card? No, I don't. I think I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I could look at it for hours, but that's the other reason why I like to bring this card up, just because the artwork is just amazing, and it's so fun to look at. All right. All right, so Let's, we've come now to yeah. the end of our cup series. How sad. Next week, we're going to start with the Ace of Swords. I am excited to to have that be the second suit we're talking about because I feel like out of all four of them, these are the two that are kind of very polarizing mm-hmm. for people, especially in the rider weight interpretations of this uh, suit of swords. A lot of those cards, when people see them, immediately they have like a guttural reaction to them of like, oh, my God. Like, that can't be good. So I really like, um, maybe you don't get that same feeling with the Cups cards, but for me, it's like there is that emotionality there that a lot of people are uncomfortable with. And I love that we're talking about the Ace of Swords and the Devil card at the same time next week. Yeah. Like, what what a nice pairing there. Yeah, for sure. But I'm excited, but I'm, I'm sad to move on from our Summer of Cups. That means that our birthdays are now about you know another whole year away our yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right it's it's time to move on just like we talked about in the death card it's just symbolizes a new season we're going to be moving on to the season of fall so we're going to have you know pumpkin spice and basic bitches everywhere so uh basic witches basic witches <laughs> you basic witch and speaking yeah. of basic witches let's talk about this art card in the Alistair Crowley filth deck mm-hmm because it looks like a witch a little bit. So let's get into it. Yes. Looks like a double-headed female figure, um, similar to a witch, over a cauldron. One hand, she has what looks like some kind of uh, fire, or maybe sticks or something. And the other hand's a cup, and she's pouring it into this cauldron. And you have a lion on one side and a looks like an eagle on one side, the other side of the cauldron, dipping their heads in. And then there's flames coming up. The eagle and the lion are both in the flames. She has a giant green dress on. And behind her, it looks like what could be the moon for some similar planet. And there's some kind of writing all around that moon. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's about it. Check it out on her Instagram because it is really intense. She has like some circles in her chest. There's, you can see six, but it looks like there's a seventh that's unseen. And I just want to also point out that it looks like there's two crescent moons up at the top that kind of crisscross. Yeah. And she also um, has like bees on her dress. If you look very closely, you could see insects or bees and also snakes. I think that this card is such a great picture for balance. Um, I, I'm not going to lie, though. The, the name Art really threw me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's an artistic interpretation, but I, I just was like, I'm, I'm just kind of I'm confused. Like, Art. Why well, I think what okay so if you think about the last card was the death card right so mm-hmm. this card is after death it represents the rebirth and the creation and how do you create you create with your art so you know how they say everything is art art is everything yes. I think it represents that creation because that's exactly what it is she's mixing these different elements together to create something in this cauldron mm-hmm and you know there's negative aspects and positive aspects it looks like but i think that's great too because you have to remember 
to be a whole person and a whole self, you have to incorporate both the negative and the positive. So maybe before in your life, you were just trying to always be positive and you were just cramping down that negative and you were denying it and you were just going out and getting blackout drunk on the weekends. And that's how you're dealing your negativity. And then you had that death. You realized that was unhealthy. So now you have to learn to integrate both into this cauldron. You have to create your art. You have to go to Ocean State Job Lot, get some watercolors for under 20 bucks <laughs> and paint. And then check out my paintings on Instagram because yep. I am an artist now, apparently. But yeah, and I'm telling you, it feels great. I listen to podcasts and I paint. And um, so even if that's not your thing, whatever it is, but it's a place to start. I've done, I did pencil drawings. I've done all kinds of stuff. Um, but you can also do music. You could just create something you can write you know mm -hmm. uh so that's my advice to you that's what i see in this card and that's how i relate art to this card and that process of self gnosis to getting to know yourself know thyself and we were talking about how it's represented in the entire major arcana it's like from the fool all the way up well this is the next step you know, when I'm looking at this card, uh, not necessarily obviously having anything to do with art, but um, it really made me think of, do you remember those like claymation, um, uh, like Christmas specials? Like Gumby? Kind of, yeah. But I'm thinking about like the year without a Santa Claus and you have the heat miser and yeah, the cold yep. miser and then yep. their mom is mother nature and that's what i think of when i look at this oh, card yeah. because you have the blue and the red and then mother nature was the green um and she was the one that was able to make them stop fighting and have it be cool or cold for christmas so there could be snow um there you go cartoons with <laughs> allegories imprinted right in them again we have two we have aquaman yo that is great i love how you picked that out yeah that, that i don't think that's a coincidence you know i mean maybe it is but mm -hmm. there are these secret societies that have this occulted knowledge and, uh, you know, some of them work for uh, these entertainment corporations and they know how to attract people, you know, one, one way or another. That's why I love doing this podcast because we're showing you how to be vigilant and aware of that. So now when you see it, you can laugh at it and say, oh, I know what they're doing. They're just trying to make me buy some Coca-Cola. <laughs> Um, but I, I, so I'm thinking like, you know, the kind of the balance between that heat and the cold there, um, kind of that gives you the, you know, cycles. I'm thinking about like the cycles of nature going through, uh, the calendar year, going through the different seasons. And that's what I see here. And I think there is a beauty in that. And then seeing the two, um, uh, crescent moons at the top, if you were to kind of stand them up a little bit, one of them would be a waxing crescent. One of them would be a waning crescent. You've got two opposite ends of the cycles of the moon or the, the cycle of the moon there. And again, it just gives that like balance. That's what I see here. Yeah, exactly. And the way that they're put together, it's like two circles overlapping to give mm -hmm. that, to give that oval in the middle. And that's right above her head. Yeah, I love that. It's that feminine energy and that aspect all over the card, especially with whatever that moon is, or maybe it's Venus in the background, whatever that is yep. behind her. And it so. almost looks like coming up from like that cauldron, it turns into like a rainbow. And we've talked about that before, like over on her shoulders. It kind of like gives the idea of that there is beauty after the storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I really like this card. Maybe yeah, not necessarily the great. name. Um, and but then the I, animals being in the fire like that. So it's like they have to use the heat of the fire 
Mm-hmm. So it, it represents how you need obstacles in your life. You need, you know, like a diamond only because it becomes a diamond because of the pressure. So right. if you're just going to sit around all day and be lazy, then, you know, you're not going to be strong. If you want to have these, if you want to build yourself up, you got to get out there and have experiences. Love it. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say about this? No, I think that's it. Yeah, me too. Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Terrible Podcast. As always, I've been Brandon. And I'm Ashley. And we're saying good night. What do we say, Ashley? Stay terrible. Stay terrible. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.